It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at MIDI Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But MIDI Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, 
and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This is WWE superstar Drew McIntyre, and you're listening to the WWE Podcast. One that everybody wants me. What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the East Smackdown Review. Of course, I am one of your hosts, John Carrasco, and you can find me on Twitter at B-I-G-G underscore speaker. Again, that's B-I-G-G underscore speaker. And it's a new day, I guess you could say. Uh, Mike, he's not here. Of course, we all know that from last week's uh, episode and everything like that. Of course, he's out there in Atlanta, him and Caleb, uh, having a good time, you know. Hope them boys are enjoying it. And, yeah, they're going to be out there for the Atlanta and Browns game. They're going to be watching that and everything like that. So, shout out to them. So, yeah, definitely here at Funky Town, I guess you could say, here in the studio, holding it down by myself and everything like that. So, yeah, just going to try and roll with this and knock out this uh this good uh smackdown show that we had i guess you could say it was a lot of a lot of a lot of small stuff that kind of is going to be building towards this uh extreme rules that's coming next week and everything like that so yeah definitely got a lot of stuff to tune into and yeah definitely want to try and knock this out as best as i could but uh yeah definitely want to give a shout out to mike and caleb once again you know hope they're having fun out there enjoying themselves uh, they need to get a vacation i guess you could say but yeah, I definitely want to give a shout out to all the Patreons, of course, the people that listen, the people that interact and everything like that. It makes this process a whole lot easier. Uh, one of the, I guess you could say friends, I would definitely call DJ Kuzma a friend at this point. He definitely, he, he, he talks to me, he writes me, he lets me know, or gives me like boost of confidence and stuff like that whenever these situations come. And it, it's definitely great to feel like wanted actually to have your voice want to be heard i guess you could say but yeah definitely shout out to him thank you for all the support and everything like that but it's awesome hearing that stuff but yeah definitely gonna try and knock out this uh episode by myself and definitely drop some good content for y'all to listen to but yeah let's jump right into it like i was saying um this uh showed on friday september 30th from winnipeg manitoba canada definitely a little tongue twister right there but yeah got it knocked out and Extreme Rules, you know, got it here in about a good week and everything like that. So this is a good show and I kind of like pieced a little bit of pieces together, I guess you could say, like to see what's leading on for the next week of the Go Home show and everything like that. So, yeah, definitely have a Raw and another SmackDown to look forward to before Extreme Rules and everything. So that's going to be a good thing. But I cannot complain about this pyro, man. It's definitely... It's definitely like a good way to start off the show and everything like that. Kind of gives you like that little energetic feeling. So yeah, definitely enjoying that on both sides and everything. So can't really complain about that. But Sami Zayn, he, him, and Solo Sokoa, they uh, start this show off. They in a tag team match versus Ricochet and Madcap. 
And this one wasn't too bad. I mean, uh, I felt like it was kind of a slow start. I do like that Sammy has included like some of the tribal print into his uh, theme song now. So kind of giving him a home feeling with the bloodline and everything like that, uh, according to like what happened last week with the honorary use and everything. So, yeah, it's definitely going in a good direction. Can't really complain about it, but I can say that I am not a fan of this match just because I am a uh, pretty big Mad Cat fan and him going against the bloodline. That's definitely a no-no, I guess you could say, but I don't know, man. He definitely showed me a little bit a little bit extra, I guess you could say. You know, he uh, knocked out a jackhammer suplex, which was pre- pretty cool to see in my eyes. You know, I was definitely impressed. Um and I don't know, man, I felt like just like solo, he was definitely like the person that was kind of like pointed out at this or in this match, I guess you could say, because he was definitely like that enforcer that the uh, crowd has given him the name that he's trying to live behind, I guess you could say. But yeah, he's definitely doing his thing. Uh, Ricochet, I mean, man, he of course, he's doing his high flying thing. But whenever he got hit with that chair, man, that kind of like that, that definitely like took all the momentum away from Madcap and Ricochet if they had any in this match. And I, I, I believe they had a little bit going at, in the beginning, but of course, Solo, he's that dominant person that's in this ring. And eventually he just took over, you know, he, like I said, he hit Ricochet with the chair flying out of the ring and then he threw him into the ring post and then also threw him into the uh, timekeeper's corner. So he was definitely out of the match at this point, you know, so, this was like a perfect timing for Sami Zayn and Solo to, I guess you could say, take advantage of a single person in the ring in Madcap, and that's what they did. Uh, Madcap, he was getting some momentum going from turnbuckle to turnbuckle, you know, doing his little spears, I guess you could say. And Solo, he tags himself in, you know, uh, Madcap's running away. He's not ready for this, and he definitely he gets a spinning kick, and eventually like turns into a uh spinning solo and that's how the match ends right there one two three on madcap and that's how that match happens right there i mean can't really complain about it i felt like i felt like like i, I was saying a solo was the one that was uh, definitely uh highlighted in this you know kind of like i said get that enforcer name behind him but yeah he definitely he, he definitely took care of this match, I guess to say, more by himself rather than with the tag team and Sami Zayn. But, yeah, um, Bloodline, they're definitely looking strong. I think that having Sami Zayn and Solo, you know, they, they could either be a singles competitor or they can be a tag team and still go out there and dominate in the Bloodline's name, I guess you could say, you know. So making them look good. And, of course, we have the tag team chance. We have the... Roman Reigns, you know, we have the head of the table. We have the gold sitting in the corner over here, you know. So having the little enforcers at the bottom of it is definitely making it better because they can actually go out there and do the dirty work. You know, they can get their hands dirty. They can, you know, wrestle from night to night, I guess you could say, and still be okay without having to, like, put themselves in any danger in the future, I guess you could say, rather than having the Usos and then the and Roman Reigns, you know, you wouldn't want them to keep continuously going back and forth with 
competitors like every night you know definitely get them rest and keep them in tip-top shape but the way that solo and sammy are doing this they're definitely taking care of things so i'm not complaining about that at all so yeah it's looking good in my eyes but yeah good match and everything and i kind of feel like as if sammy he's actually making his his stand here and as being part of the bloodline like how last week whenever madcap and ricochet they kind of came up on him and said that he was being a fool i guess you could say you know looking like just uh the outsider of the bloodline and everything like that and like uh solo he was the one that was there to back him up so this is definitely this is definitely a good look for Sami Zayn, i think because he's being more embraced welcomed rather than kind of being like that oh what's going on with this so you know we, we all know what's going on now we know that uh bloodline it has accepted Sami Zayn, and he is being He's being protected, I guess you could say. And, of course, Solo, he, him being the enforcer, he's the one that's side-by-side side with him in these little altercations that he's having. So, it's all good. I mean, not not mad at this at all. At all. Uh, and I don't want to see this internal conflict that they're having with Jim or Jay Uso. Sorry about that. And that's kind of what how we transition right here because... After their match, they're walking backstage, uh, uh, Sammy and Solo, that is. And <clears throat> they're trying to get into the Bloodlines locker room. Sorry about that. And, you know, Sammy, he tries to open the door. There's a little, what, like force that's ho holding it back from opening, I guess you could say. And here comes Jey Uso out of the locker room, you know, and he kind of like, well, he tells what's up to solo you know what's going on little brother type stuff and lets him in but they have of course sammy zane and jay they have their little door meeting i guess you could say the same thing that's been happening where jay meets him there and he kind of just tells him what it is and he does right here i mean and i kind of feel this you know because in any situation, an outsider, you always kind of, kind of, or you always kind of question the motive, the, well, what, what's behind all this type of stuff, you know? And I get this. I mean, Jay, he looks at him. He tells him straight to face to face. He says, I see, I see through you. This is your warning shot. If you ever think about putting the family in jeopardy, I will get you. And. I, I felt that intensity right there. I kind of, I was like, okay, you know, he's let him know where he stands on this and what the repercussions are if something happens. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. 
Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So Sammy knows. He kind of goes, okay. But he says that he needs to talk to Roman Reigns about it and just walks right into the locker room, you know, like as if nothing happened, just a casual conversation, I guess you could say. And you can tell that Jay's not feeling it. I mean, of course, I mean, you can see it in the facial expression, just the way he gets mad about it, I guess you could say. And yeah, it's definitely getting under his skin, man. And you hate to see this. You hate to see an internal conflict in something that's going so well. You know, it's kind of, it kind of puts like a little damper on what could happen if something does happen, you know? So that's where I'm standing with it. I can't really say what side I'm on because I do like that. Sami Zayn is like a part of the bloodline now and they're being welcomed, I guess, or he's being welcomed, you know, embraced. But I am not a fan of this internal problem. That's the only thing that's got me. That's kind of think, got me thinking that, okay, maybe maybe something could happen of this. But hopefully they kind of smooth that out and get things working on both ends, I guess you could say. But following that, we do have a backstage video, or I guess you could say a video package with Karen Cross and uh, Scarlett. And man, I cannot get over this the music selection that that comes with the carrying cross packages, you know. I think it just kinda like hits spot on, especially like the way like the clock is kinda being uh added into it and stuff like that. But yeah, he definitely hits the nail on the head with these uh little theme songs, I guess you could say. But yeah, he definitely has a message for Mr. McIntyre, which he calls him. And he says, At extreme rules, I'm gonna take you to a point of absolute no return, a place where no man leaves unscarred because you and I want the same thing, referring to the belt, you know, and only one of us can have it. And now because of that, we're bound together through suffering. And, you know, definitely looks wide-eyed, dead serious about all this, you know. So, yeah, it's definitely kind of starting to get a good build and everything. Um Kind of glad that it's only been a couple of times that I've seen him wrestle, you know, so I can actually like be ready to see some or actually see something unexpected, I guess you could say, whenever these two uh, come face to face, especially in this strap match that they got going on. But I am definitely ready for it. I mean, the build is definitely starting to creep up on me and it's it's great. I mean, like I said, I can't complain about the way that Karrion Cross goes about his promos and everything like that. I believe that he uses like spot on words for like what he's de- trying to describe and what he's trying to do. And of course he has a, a beautiful, beautiful side piece over here in Scarlet, you know, that definitely like compliments him on any little thing, I guess you could say just by like the facial expressions, the clothes that she uh, chooses to wear during these uh, promos and stuff like that. So yeah, I definitely feel like they're on the right track of something great. Um, but Karen Cross, man, he does make some bold statements, you know, about getting or becoming the WWE 
undisputed universal champion and then also leaving that or that he was going to leave drew mcintyre to burn forever so it's kind of curious on like uh which direction you know he's trying to go i mean of course he has a uh pretty big mountain in front of him at right now and drew mcintyre you know of course got to get over that and see see what goes from there i mean because obviously he has his eyes set on the title and I mean, I'm, of course, everybody does. I mean, so, I mean, him just saying that, it's kind of just like, uh, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll just see whenever you get there, you know, whenever your time comes type stuff, you know, TikTok, I guess you could say. But I don't know. Yeah, definitely some bold statements, like I was saying. And, yeah, I definitely agree with Caleb Braxton jumping into this next backstage interview, saying that those were some uh, strong words by Karrion Cross before – being approached by Austin Theory, which she calls him the youngest Money in the Bank winner. And he corrects her by saying Mr. Money in the Bank. You know, being his little rude guy type stuff. But I don't know. She asked if uh, <clears throat> she ha- or he- she asked if he has any plans on cashing in anytime. And he says that, you know, he's learned his lesson with his two unsuccessful uh, cashing attempts. You know, one being interrupted by Brock Lesnar and then the other being interrupted by Tyson Fury and he basically just goes on to kind of like say that Drew embarrassed himself you know in front of his home crowd and uh, in front of his friends and family and type stuff and then out of nowhere you kind of see Drew McIntyre he kind of just creeps behind this wall you know all stealthy behind uh, Austin Theory and he kind of just hits him with the you know the uh, hand on the shoulder type thing you know Austin, he gets a little bit scared, you know, kind of gets wide-eyed, does a little slow turnaround, and Drew just, right off the top, he just, you, me, in the ring, right now. And that's where it goes from there, you know. Yeah, we quickly transition in this match, and then uh, when Austin Theory is coming out, he's he doesn't come out alone. He comes out with the Alpha Academy, of course, Chad Gable, Otis, and it's kind of surprising, you know, but... And again, it's, I think it's a good idea. You know, you're going against Drew McIntyre. You might as well have some reinforcements behind you to kind of, I guess you could say, distract. And basically, I mean, that's what it kind of turns out to. I mean, because the match starts, Drew, he's basically kind of just manhandling uh, Austin Theory at the beginning. And, of course, you know, a little bit of momentum starts going for Austin. But then Chad Gable tries to intervene before a Claymore, I believe. And then, you know, that kind of uh, gets handled on the side of the ring. And then Otis, he's still there as well. And he drags uh, Drew McIntyre out of the ring, causing a disqualification after throwing him into the uh, ring steps. But, man, I can't really say what I expected from this. I didn't think it was going to kind of end like this. But here comes uh, Johnny Gargano to kind of come to the he- uh, aid of drew mcintyre which isn't really effective because he comes out and ends up getting beat up himself and then kevin owens comes out and that's kind of where like the like page turns you know they definitely uh get into or kevin he runs into the ring he handles uh austin theory and chad gable i believe and then they kind of just take over from there you know it's the uh chad gable uh, Otis, uh, Austin Theory, they all get thrown out of the ring, and 
these three men right here are the guys on top at this point, you know, and it kind of just switches that fast. I am kind of curious about like what this did to help with what Drew McIntyre has going on, I guess you could say with the getting uh, attacked from behind and everything and how this kind of like helped that situation. Cause nobody attacked him from behind this time. He didn't get a win out of this match, you know, DQ, I guess you could say, but it wasn't like a, like a statement match, I guess you could say it was kind of just like a, a setup match, I guess you could say, cause this is ultimately what happens is along the road on this uh, show, it ends up becoming a six man tag match at the end. So I guess we got something out of it, but I was just kind of confused on what direction they were going with it, especially with the pairing of Drew McIntyre, Johnny Gargano and, Kevin Owens, but then again, I guess they all do have a problem with Austin Theory, so there's the one connection that I kind of put together, but other than that, I didn't really like it. I just felt like like it should have had a statement behind it rather than this little fluke, I guess you could say, but yeah, definitely excited to see like what turns from this, I guess you could say, because I don't think it's just going to be a six-man tag match, and then poof, it's gone, you know, I think there's going to be a a problem with you know how they all have with Austin Theory and it's kind of just gonna I don't know I hope it kind of just blows up from there you know because Drew I mean of course he got his eyes focused on Karen Cross but we don't have nothing for Johnny I guess you could say at the moment and then Kevin Owens is just he's you know, basically he's just kind of dominating I guess you could say coming over from Raw and kind of taking out the Smackdown guys I wouldn't want to say that as if it's a positive thing but I mean, they're bringing him over. He's getting some pop. People are loving him. So, I mean, can't really be mad at it. And like, I don't know, man. I just, I, I don't see the direction of this match. And it's kind of got me in a little loop, I guess you could say, trying to figure out what's going on with it. But, yeah, definitely, definitely wasn't what I expected, I guess you could say. But this next segment here, man, it was definitely, de- de- definitely funny to me, I guess you could say. Um, of course, it starts with Max Dupree. He's just walking up the backstage area i guess you could say in the hallway and he's or he approaches maximum male models you know uh Marseille and Mansoor also with Maxine Dupree and they're basically trying to say that they're you know going up for the titles i guess you could say and Max Dupree he kind of just takes that out of context meaning that he or assuming that they got a title shot against the Usos maybe and not uh He's definitely shot down, I guess you could say. Um, Maxine, they she says that they're going to try to break the Canada's longest pose record, I guess you could say. And he kind of just like flips, you know, he says the word. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It, it just doesn't look like he's wants to be a part of this anymore. You know, definitely fed up about it and everything. And it's it, it's just funny man i guess you could say because it's starting to blow up we're starting to see like pieces fall apart and i don't know th- this was something that never really stuck with me i always thought it was kind of a i wouldn't even say a funny thing because it hasn't really been funny it's just been a a filler i guess you could say you know something that they're giving us to try to uh, catch on to try to like but th- there's just no momentum with it there's no movement there's I don't know. It's just starting to seem stale now, especially like today or yesterday. Sorry about this. Whenever this showed, but this they're trying to go for a record, you know, just regular Canada record, I guess you could say, you know, it's definitely not nothing that you want to look forward to if you're in that group. Like, okay, we're going to just stand here and pose for who knows how long. I mean, Corey Graves, he tried to look up the time on how long the record was, but did, did never confirm with us or anything like that. And I was just kind of curious. I was like, so you are going to start this at probably about a good two thirds. Oh, I wouldn't even say two thirds. Maybe before half of the show is uh, over, you know, and then they stretch it out all the way to the end. And it's just kind of, it's, it's just nothing for me. I guess you could say, I can't really get attached to it. I can't, I ain't got no, uh, like feelings towards it, I guess you could say, and it's just kind of starting to fade for me in a way, and it sucks because we're still getting it, you know, they're trying to make something out of it, but there, there's just no traction for me, so this, I mean, it was kind of just like a, like I said, a hilarious thing, you know, starting to break apart, and of course, you get hit row, you know, after Max Dupree, he walks away, you know, pretty fed up and everything like that, and yeah, like I said, Hero, you know, they come in, you know, they start making their little jokes about Monse and uh, uh, Monsoir. They're just over there doing the little pose and everything like that and just trying to stay in character, I guess you could say. And then Ashanti, the Adonis, he does like a little, you know, check at them and they flinch. So there goes that whole thing. They kind of have to like redo or do the whole pose over, redo the time and stuff like that. So. It was definitely funny, you know, the flinch from both of them. It kind of, I don't know, it was just that little cherry on top to kind of end that part of it, you know. So that, that that was a good thing right there. It definitely had me laughing, so can't really complain about that. But next up, we get a, you know, still sticking with the hit run and everything like that. Uh, we get a match between them and Los Lotharios. And this, I mean, of course, they've been kind of going, you know, they've had their little back and forth, I guess you could say, especially helping... Uh, 
maximum male models and everything like that, you know, like with the street profits, you know, the little four group pairing that they had going on and stuff like that. But this right here, it was just kind of a, I, I don't know, man. I, I can't, I, I feel like the, like performance between Ashanti the Adonis and uh, Top Doll is just, the chemistry isn't there. I just feel like it's kind of a, a squash match. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to say that, man, because, because I, I feel like there's, there, of course, there's some type of direction with this now. You know, they're kind of starting to do their own thing, getting in the ring a little bit more, trying to uh, showcase Top Dollar as a pretty strong guy, I guess you could say. You know, with his uh, double slams, I guess you could say. I don't know the if he has a name for it or anything, but. I don't know, man. I, I I just can't get the feel for it. I mean, I just kind of feels like, like I said, it feels like a squash match to me. Definitely whenever, like, Top Dollar, he's trying to do his double slam move. And then Humberto over here, he just jumps on top of him as if, you know, yeah, just pick me up and let's just do this. You know, let's get this over with type stuff. That's what it kind of felt to me. Uh, Ashante, man, he, he, he doesn't seem like he's very comfortable right now. You know, definitely, like slow pace doesn't really seem like his moves are all there i guess you could say and then the what is it the heavy hitter that they do you know the little uh move and stuff like that it doesn't really seem like it's too effective i mean of course it gets the one two three i've seen it a couple times but i mean it just seems like it's something something very basic you know like some they, they definitely can come up with some better stuff than this you know it seems like they put like a lot more of their time into just like they're talking you know their backstage promos and stuff like that if you can transition a little bit of that energy into the ring i think we could have something better here rather than just this messing around it looks like you know because los Tharios, they definitely seem like as if they're a uh well-functioning tag team you know and it kind of sucks that they're having to deal with this at the bottom and stuff kind of feel maybe they're in like a chad gable alpha academy uh, what would you say level I guess you could say so yeah definitely for them to be coming down to the hit row is de not the not the best idea for me I guess you could say but I mean I, I get it we all have to kind of work our way you know get better uh, perfect our craft you know kind of just like how I am in this situation right now you know definitely trying to just make this as smooth as possible but yeah I definitely get the you know, like the experience of it, you know, you definitely got to just work your way, get a little bit better, I guess you could say, maybe get a few more moves, you know, that are better or that are more impressive, I guess you could say. But yeah, man, this is, this is kind of hard to get a grasp of and stuff. And it's cool. I mean, like I said, there there's plenty of stuff that they bring to the table, but the in-ring thing is kind of like the damper to me. But other than that, I mean, I feel like they they're going they're going in a good direction, and I don't know, man. I just don't feel like the crowd is behind them either. Whenever they win, you know, they got this dub here. You know, they hit the heavy hitter, got the one, two, three. But whenever they won, there wasn't no pop. You know, you, you didn't see nobody stand up. You didn't see nobody cheer. You didn't see no hands in the air. So it's kind of just curious as if. Am I the only one that's feeling this way or is there something that other people are catching on to that they're not just interested in as well? So, I mean, 
definitely have it has its questions i mean like i said definitely could be better and everything like that but yeah we'll definitely uh go ahead and switch on over to this next match which is between natalia and ronda rousey which was i want to say just an on-the-spot match that kind of got thrown in there uh maybe just to be behind the I guess behind Natalia, I guess you could say, you know, being a Canadian and everything like that. But yeah, um, I didn't really feel this match, man. I kind of feel like the, the, whenever these two get together, it's always submission, submission, submission. Like there's no, there, there's nothing more to it. You know, that's, that's what they're trying to showcase. That's what they're trying to like highlight here. And I don't know. I, I just, I, I just don't get why they keep putting these together. I guess you could say, cause Rhonda, she claims to be the most dangerous unarmed woman ever, you know. So that that kind of right there it doesn't it doesn't make me believe that, you know. Like you, you wouldn't expect somebody to or that says that to come in and just try to what would you say make you tap out every time, you know. You want to see some, you know, maybe some blood coming out. Somebody that you know if maybe punch you one time you're going to the mat you know knockout style but i mean of course i know you can't do that in this uh sport but you know it's not believable you you see her in the ring you don't think that oh this is going to be the last time that i ever get in a fight again or if this is going to be my last match no you kind of just see her as i don't know that submission specialist you know she always she's always trying to put somebody in a arm bar I don't know, ankle lock or something, you know, it's just too much to me at this point, you know. So if they can move away from like the pairing of Ronda and Natalia, I guess that would be a better situation. But whenever they do this, that's kind of what my head like goes to at the very beginning, you know, oh, here we're going to see somebody tap out at this or in this match, which eventually that's what happens. You know, she puts or Ronda puts Natalia in a, ankle lock and she just taps out and then that's it man like what what was the point of it like I, I didn't see nothing I mean of course I mean Rounder gets a win I guess you could say but the thing that caught my interest here was whenever Liv Morgan came out you know she comes out she's carrying a bat you know kind of reminds me of like a Harley Quinn character I guess you could say in a way but yeah she's carrying a bat you know Rhonda meets her in the aisle and then boom, they kind of go at it. The bat is like not even like a huge factor in this. It kind of gets just tossed to the side and everything like that. But to see Liv come out here with that type of what would you say, like intensity, I guess you could say, that type of mentality to be ready to attack with weapons, you know, rather than just, oh, I'm just going to go in there and wrestle you, you know. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So yeah, she definitely came out with the bat. Definitely impressed me. So last week I was saying that I wanted her to like kind of flip that switch. And she's getting there for me. You know, it's kind of seeing... Or you're kind of seeing that she's getting a little bit crazy, you know, women's style, I guess you could say. Um, the screaming, the yelling, uh, coming out here with intensity, I guess you could say. So th- th- this is a good thing for me. You know, I'm liking it. I'm not going to down this at all. You know, this is making her look at least a little bit more dangerous in my eyes. So, yeah, I can't really complain about this. But they do go at it for a good second, you know. Uh, security has to kind of come in intervene and stuff like that but that's not enough you know it's kind of they're able to break the holds get back to each other and stuff so i don't know man this little feud that they got going on is definitely raising my eyes eyebrow so uh next week at extreme rules yeah i'm definitely going to be keeping my eye out for this one this next part though man it definitely had me you know raise my eyebrow it was definitely some good stuff it wasn't even nothing major it was just kevin owens you know calmly taking a little stroll through the halls backstage and everything like that seeing uh maximum male models back there doing their pose um walking up on Sami Zayn, and this was like the best part for me i guess you could say and he tells him man you just need a new shirt buddy and just walks away you know doesn't say nothing more sammy doesn't say nothing else and you know sammy's just left there looking like a I wouldn't even say confused, you know, but more of like a, it looked like he was kind of like disappointed that he had heard that from him, you know, but man, just knowing like what they, the history between them, you know, so this can possibly be a make or break deal for the bloodline, you know, and this is where everything kind of comes into thought with the Jey Uso thing, you know, the altercation that they're having, can Sami Zayn switch up sides on them and become a partner with Kevin Owens? Because if that was to happen, man, that's not, I'm not against that. You know, that's, I think that'd be an awesome pairing. You know, that's two believable characters that you can put together to be a number one contender. And that match I think would be fire, I guess you could say. And I I would want to see that. I would want to see that match happen. But I don't want, like I said, I don't want to see the internal conflict with the bloodline. That's the only negative that has me kind of questioning what's Sammy's motive in all this, you know, because Kevin, he tried to come up to him. He tried to approach him and tell him, you know, what he thought, his true feelings. And, you know, they kind of went back and forth. Episode of Raw, I believe that was. And... I don't know, man. It's 
it's great to see like the loyalty in Sami Zayn, but then again, you got to kind of question the friendship as well. You know, like, are you loyal to the bloodline or are you loyal to friends? You know, like, and of course that bullet is going to go both ways, you know, depending on what side he decides to shoot from, I guess you could say. And that's the one thing that's got me interested in this. So, yeah, definitely got my eyes open. This Kevin Owens and this Sami Zayn little stuff. I know it's minimal, but it's still a big picture down the road, I guess you could say. So, yeah, definitely, definitely this little small backstage segment was something that was needed, I guess you could say. Because, I don't know, man. I just don't know what to think about that. But, yeah, we'll definitely go ahead and uh, transition into the next thing, which is Imperium versus... Sheamus and I wouldn't even say it was versus Sheamus you know it was just a uh, Imperium comes out you know they're bumping their gums letting them know about what's happening at Extreme Rules type stuff and then Sheamus you know he just kind of come he comes out by himself you know he says that Ridge and Butch were weren't, weren't able to be at Smackdown because they were left in Florida you know due to all the hurricane stuff like that that's going on out there but yeah definitely want to give uh any shout or shout out to anybody that's out there in florida dealing with that man i definitely know that's a crisis going on and seeing like the videos and that are like circling the internet and stuff like that so yeah if you're dealing with that man prayers up to you thoughts and everything like that man it's not a good thing but yeah man uh like i was saying that's why sheamus is here alone tonight uh because of you know planes not being in takeoff and stuff like that but he definitely does uh he he stands his ground man and i applaud him for this he's definitely a tough sob excuse my french and i'm just saying that because whenever i see sheamus in this situation that's what comes to my mind you know so i don't know man for him to do this you know he takes a good beating you know he comes out with the shillelagh i believe it is i mean he gets uh, Ludwig Kaiser, you know, he gets uh, Giovanni Vinci out the way, but whenever it's him and Sheamus, you know, that's whenever he kind of just throws that uh, shillelagh out the way and just goes round for round, pound for pound with them, I guess you could say. And then eventually it just turns into a numbers game, man. And, and you know, Sheamus, he loses this one, but he still has the, the grit, you know, the bravery in him to, you know, crawl to the mic. He gets the mic. He's still laying on the floor. And as Imperium is walking away, he says, is that all you got? And then, you know, he's just laying there on the mat, beaten, I guess you could say. And man, did Imperium make him eat his words, I guess you could say. They came back, you know, and they definitely put a pounding on him. So it was definitely crazy to see. Um, but yeah, I definitely applaud, applaud uh, Seamus for, you know, being a stand-up guy in that situation and not backing down, I guess you could say, but. I don't know, man. That I, I am ready for this one. This is another match that I'm ready to see. Uh, can't even explain what's going to happen in this. But, yeah, I definitely have my eyes open and ready for this one. And uh, definitely want to give some condol- uh, condolences to the Inoki family. Uh, of course, we were told last night that the WWE Hall of Famer Antonio Inoki had passed away. So, yeah, I uh, said that's a pretty big deal, I guess you could say. And. Yeah, like I said, condolences out to the family if there's anybody hearing this. But, 
yeah, we definitely uh, bounce into a Bailey and Shotzi match, which was announced earlier. And guess what is back? Shotzi gets to bring out the TCB. The tank is back. And man, she has Pyro with it now. Definitely wasn't ready for that. I kind of had like that. Well, I wouldn't say I did, but to hear Corey Graves kind of, whoa, whenever the Pyro came out, I was like, Okay, he was a little shocked too. It was definitely like a cool thing, I guess you could say, because of course he's not uh, here regularly. He's just filling in for Pat McAfee at the time. But yeah, man, of course that pyro was new and everything, and it was cool to see, especially her driving down the ramp with the or in the tank and wearing the helmet. But yeah, definitely can't complain about that. But this right here, man, it wasn't a bad match. Definitely felt like Shanti was in control a majority of this match, and then. A quick little momentum shift for Bailey hitting the rose plant on Shotzi to get the one, two, three for the win. And it didn't end there, you know. Shotzi, she, or uh, Bailey, sorry about that. She seemed to uh, have a little bit of frustration left up in her. So she hits Shotzi with another rose plant. And then she goes to grab a ladder from uh, below the ring. She brings it up. She tosses in the ring. She opens the uh, A frame up, laying down on the Matt and she she rolls Shotzi into it, you know. So Shotzi, she's laying in between the A-frame and Bailey, she's gonna get up on top of the uh, rope to I, I want to assume do a little splash or something on top of it. But here comes uh, Bianca Belair to I guess you could say help out, you know, save the day from that little tragic incident, you know, getting her ready for next week. But yeah. Bianca, she comes out, you know, she definitely helps and everything like that. She uh, gets Bailey off the rope or off the uh, top belt, top rope, I guess you could say. And, you know, she kind of just like turns her attention to Shotzi to kind of help her out of the uh, A-frame. But then again, that's leaving Bailey to come attack from the back, you know, and that's exactly what she does. And, you know, they just go from there, you know, a little argument back and forth, but ultimately Bianca she gets the best of it you know yeah she puts uh Bailey in a KOD and Bailey she uh, escapes on the side rope I guess you could say falls out of the ring and just a little bickering back and forth but yeah definitely uh, uh Bianca she definitely there for Shotzi you know how Shotzi was there for her last time so it's a good little back and forth that they're uh, helping each other and stuff like that and it's good to see I guess you could say but I don't know man I can't really say that I'm ready for this match because I don't I'm not ready to see the belt come off of Bianca if it does happen. But Bailey is a credible superstar and it's believable if she does win. But at this point, yeah, I just don't want to see the belt come off of her. So definitely ready for like a stretched road, I guess you could say, for the feud between them. But we got it. We're going to get that next week at Extreme Rules as well. So that's another one to look forward to. And... It's kind of getting close to the end here, man. But then again, there is another thing that pops up, and it's the Maximum Male Models again. And they have made their way. They're definitely trying to, I guess, give them the TV time. I don't know if it's going to be a bad thing, you know, just happening or seeing what happens from this little part of it. But, yeah, um, go ahead and uh, walk into it. But Maxine, she begins to count down, you know. Uh, they're still holding the pose. And she starts to count down from 10. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Nine, eight, seven, six, Five, and then out of nowhere, Max Dupree gives a headbutt to Monsoir to put that to rest. You know, so they definitely they're not going to get that record. They definitely have to restart. You know, so it was cool to see Max. You know, kind of let his frustration frustration lead him into a a good timing, I guess you could say. You know, he did this five seconds before they were about to beat that record, and it, it was just perfect, I guess you could say. But yeah, I'm assuming Max is gonna finally step away from this man he takes off the belt he says that this was never really for me you know he throws it down to uh Marseille you know or Monsois sorry he was on the floor laying down uh but yeah he just throws it down to him you know uh says that like I said this really wasn't for me and just walks away and it's good though man it's it's good I I just don't I, I'm ready to see if he kind of like comes out as a singles competitor, you know, maybe has a few matches against Marseille or Monsoir. You know, that would be something good to look forward to that kind of unfolds out of all this. But, yeah, it's it's good to see that he, like he's finally putting this to the side. You know, it's you know, you can tell like the frustration has really gotten to that high point with them. And I don't know. I just. Maybe he just feels like he's been pushed to the back, you know, with uh, Maxine kind of like taking over like these little accolades that they're trying to break, I guess you could say. You know, I can't really say that they have too much going for him, you know, goals or anything like that, rather than maybe looking forward to the winter wear, you know, winter collection that they're going to uh, I don't know, model for us or something, you know. But other than that, man, I can't really say that I'm in this, you know, but yeah, I'm definitely happy that uh, Max Dupree has kind of put this to an end. But moving forward, we do get the six-man tag match that was announced a little bit earlier between uh, Austin Theory and Alpha Academy versus uh, Johnny Gargano, Kevin Owens, and Drew McIntyre. So yeah, this was definitely a big match, I guess you could say, considering all the bodies and everything like that. So I definitely thought it was going to be... Um, a good one, you know, it turned out to be, I'd say about a good B for me, you know, can't really say that there was too many uh, highlights of it, but at the very end of this match, man, there was like a good series of just moves that were hit, 
uh, Tornado DDT, uh, Stunner, and also a Claymore to finish the match on Austin Theory for the win. Or, well, Drew hit Austin Theory for the win. But yeah, I mean, Johnny Gargano, he hit uh, Chad Gable with that Tornado DDT, man. That was awesome. Uh, Kevin Owens hit Otis with the Stunner. Gosh, he went through the announcer's table. That was another thing right there. Crazy. And of course, you know, just to end it, uh, Drew McIntyre with his Claymore. And it was just awesome, I guess you could say, just like to see it happen. Boom, boom, boom. But I don't know, man. I can't really say that. Like I said, I, I, I don't get the pairing, you know. I don't have any, like, investment in it. I don't feel like if it's as if the win and the loss like affected either one of the superstars or teams I guess you could say in a way because I just felt like it was more of like a like Austin Theory versus Drew and his crew you know rather than the Alpha Academy being a big role in all this but yeah I just kind of felt like all the attention was towards Austin Theory in this just given the facts that those three men they all have a problem with Austin Theory in different ways you know so that's what I was kind of uh, seeing from all this, but yeah, I'm definitely uh, interested to see if they're going to move forward with this in a way, but if they were to do or be done with this, like here, I'd be okay with it, you know, just cause like I said, I don't know the direction of it, but yeah, man, that was definitely a good show. I can't really say that I can uh, complain about too many things about it. I mean, there was a lot of little pieces that they're starting to piece together that are moving forward to the go home show next week, you know? So Definitely going to be looking forward to that. Definitely ready for Extreme Rules. Um, but, yeah, we're definitely going to close out the show like that, man. I definitely appreciate everybody that's been tuning in. If you've been giving me any type of uh, help, any type of support, you know, words of, uh, to kind of just boost my confidence, I guess you could say. Yeah, I definitely just want to say thank you and everything like that. Yeah, it goes a long way, especially like on these uh, solo episodes, especially you know, having to do like the producing part of it and then the whole talking part of it, man, it it definitely gets a little overwhelming. I'm not going to say that it's too much, but then again, like you definitely get that little heartbeat. You definitely get the nervousness. And like I said, uh, DJ Kuzma, man, thank you. Yeah. You definitely said, you know, take that deep breath. And that's what I've been doing, you know, kind of just trying to go by it a little by little, but yeah, man, uh, Definitely want to give a shout out to all the listeners. Thank y'all for making this a part of y'all's week. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. You know, if y'all have any criticism, like we were saying, you know, it's always welcomed. Um, I do want to give a shout out to Matt, man, that uh, mailbag that he did this past Thursday, I believe it was. Or it might have been. Yeah, it was actually Thursday. Yeah, it, it, it was good. I mean, it was kind of hard to kind of keep in tune with uh, that and watching the football game at the same time. But Man, I can't say that 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 wasn't something that I have ever experienced before. You know, I have never been, you know, part of a little podcast community that kind of, you know, you you get the feedback whenever you're asking for. I guess you could say, you know, there was plenty of people that joined in on that call and everything. And it was good to hear like the sides from everybody. But yeah, man, like I said, that was definitely something cool to see. Um, But yeah, definitely want to close out the show like that and just want to say thank you again for you know making this part of your week you know tuning in and everything like that but yeah definitely hope y'all have a good weekend see y'all next week thanks for listening to the wwe podcast don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show or head to wwepodcast.com
And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash WWE podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.